What's up, y'all? It's another episode of Chasing Birdies, and it is our year episode today. Does that make sense? It does. It's episode 201 because it's the first full year that we've made it. Yeah. So it's been a journey, man. We are happy to be here. One more year around the sun, and thank y'all for listening to Chasing Birdies this past year. Lots of ups and downs. Um, hopefully you made a lot of up and downs on the golf course, but you it's been a, a blast the last year uh, bringing some podcasts to your ears. And mm-hmm. um, so we're really excited. Today's episode is brought to you by Lynx Brewing. Make sure you check them out at lynxbrewing.com. The Chase and Birdie Blondale is out. Mm. And uh, we want to thank our other sponsor, Nemecolon, for bringing it on board. It's at the resort. So make sure when you're at Nemecolon with your kids, with your girlfriend, fiance, wife, whoever it may be, go pick yourself up a Chasing Birdie Blondale at the bar and go to the peak and kick your feet up. It's yeah. cracking, man. It's cracking. Well, who would have thought one year ago our first episode dropped on the way down to Pinehurst? <laughs> okay. One year later, episode 201 is dropping on the way to Pinehurst. Hey, bud. Pinehurst might be the uh, the little magic sauce for us. A little wheels up, putts down. Huh? You, you ready, though? You got these new irons, these pings. They look like little butter knives. But I'm, a little, <laughs> I'm a little nervous. We got a new, basically a new bag. Actually, that's, that's something cool. Let's do that. What's in the bag, bud? What's in the bag for me? I, I still have my Titleist irons. Uh-huh. I still have my Titleist hybrids, my Sim 2, my new Betnardi putter, which, by the way, folks, betnardi.com, by far the best putter I have ever putted with in my life. Granted, I was, you know, specifically fitted for it, but so good. And my Vokey wedges. SM8s, going to try to make the transition over to some SM9s potentially, but the 8s are so good. I'm so used to them, so I'll probably just keep those rolling today and this year maybe. But you... I have a lot of um, equipment changes, which I like that kind of. That's me. My first iron change in about five years, I was uh, using the Ping I-210s. I now have the Ping... uh, (laughs) Butter knives? Uh, The Ping I-59s wedged to 6-iron. And then the five four is the I two tens because um, I don't even want to attempt to hit the five and four iron. Betnardi wedges fifty fifty four sixty PXG two iron. That's a smoker right there. Um, but. Sim thirteen and a half three wood. Yeah. And then the I'm using an eight degree Rogue Callaway Golf Rogue ST triple diamond uh, is in the bag. And then, of course, the Betnardi flat stick that I've... Uh, it's been the longest tenured club in my bag. I've had it since actually the day that our, our good friend Vincent Trocek got married. So I think that's three years. Yeah, dude. And it looks like it's it's in great condition. I'm looking at it right now. And you definitely have the uh, the nice orange grip going right now. Mm-hmm. So I love it. I love it. Betnardi, shout out to y'all. Thank you again. Interesting fact is with these wedges, like... This year, this past year, I played my whole year without a pitching wedge. I've been using a 46-degree mm-hmm. Vokey, which has been a game-changer. So I know everyone out there that buys golf clubs, typically you get your you know, three-through wedge, maybe a three-through sand wedge. But if you ever get a chance to throw in a Vokey or some other wedge at a 46-degree loft, highly recommend it. As you all know by now, Chase and Birdies is proud to be partners with Holderness and Bourne. Check them out online at hbgolf.com. 
Holderness and Born makes fabulous pieces that help you look good on the course, even if your game is not up to par. Check out their new arrivals now for this golf season. Also, head on over to ChasingBirdies.com to get some custom Chasing Birdie gear from Holderness and Born. We'll continue to drop these pieces through every season. That's ChasingBirdies.com and Holderness and Born at HBGolf.com. So here we are one year later with Chasing Birdies. Practice around today at Pine Needles. 11-10 ball in the air. Pine Needles Invitational. Oh, man. It was awesome, though. We we, we threw a, a couple of ice-cold uh, Chasing Birdie Blondales on the plane. <laughs> we were able to bring beer on the plane. Yeah. And it's a nice thing sometimes. <laughs> no more duck hooks this year. Although, I won't lie. I got to have a duck hook. We'll, we'll have a couple. And, we can't. Uh, and I'll hit a couple. So it's perfect. So how are you feeling about your partner, Brandon Katz? If I know that he's really excited about his new putting green, I think it's it's got some good slopes going on right there. <laughs> I think I think that you guys could be uh, in contention this year at the Pioneers well, invite. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. The putting green needs tweaked a little bit. It's it's absolutely beautiful at his house. I mean, the lighting, everything is beautiful. Uh, I think James and Declan might have installed the green, the actual physical green, though. It's um, just yeah. So dang man, but and, it is so it, it is when it finally gets fixed, dude, that thing is going to be dynamite. I mean, he's got a patio with smoke scars. The lighting around the green is so sick. Uh, so, and then he's got a little area to chip like wedges. Yeah. And that's badass too. That's so cool. They just got to get the, the actual, uh, green dialed in, but I feel good, man, about my man. Sorry <laughs> about that. Little chasing birdie Blondale came out. Not a big deal. Where's your beer at? Um, so, I feel good about B-Cats. He's been actually heading up to Nemecolon, hitting into the simulators for a couple of weeks now. So that's big. He's never done that. Yeah. We're, we're doing a little practice. He's he's going uh, with his next-door neighbor. Michael, Michael George. Michael George up there to practice, and they're working on each other. What <laughs> You're so funny. The, you said they're working on each other. They're helping each other out with their drivers. and uh, So... <laughs> what part? So... Uh, Oh, freak. But he, I, I do feel good about B-Cats' game this year. Um, this is the best I've felt about his game in a couple of years because now he's actually practiced going into into the, uh, yeah, into the tournament. Yeah. Pinealism Invitational. So I'm excited for him. And he's ready. I mean, the he text he sends, he's like, I can't wait, y'all, for golf season, which is actually something he does regularly. So I'm excited for him this year. I know on my side of things, I got the uh, Huntington chef, Ian Patrick Archer, IPA, with me this year, we never make it to the final good day round at Pine Needles. We always end up in a consolation round, but not this year. Not this year. But the good thing this year, the consolations over at uh, Southern Pines, their new course. So. Yeah, so it may behoove us to try to get uh, the consolation so we can see the yeah, new so course. Yeah, so can see the new spot. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, no, that's cool. But IPA is in midseason form. He played in the Mid-Pines Invitational. You know, in Huntington, the weather is absolutely gorgeous in Huntington, West Virginia. And he made his way out there to Esquire to dial his game in his um, layup shots. So Duh. yeah, dude. I mean, it's been it's been a pretty crazy ride the last year. You know, we had um, some incredible guests that we never would have thought we would have had. I mean, and then we got guests that are in the hopper that are uh-huh. badass. Um, so we're gonna continue to bring the content to you. You know, keep telling your friends, your family to to listen in and tune in to us because we really appreciate it. The last. Yeah, who would have thought, bud, that somebody was buying our T-shirts? I know, bud. Even if it's only three or four at a time. 
I mean, it's nice to know that the brand's out there, eh? I mean. And Holderness, I mean, they keep coming hot with the swag, and it's incredible. Somebody told me the other day that they've never listened to our podcast, which. Who said that? I can't disclose. Never listen to our podcast, but they like our logo so much they bought a word sweater. That's great, man. Thank you for not listening, so you're not going to hear this thank you, but thank you uh, and for supporting us naturally. But the uh, State of the Union, let's do a little State of the Union fan for Chase and Birdies. We are in the process right now of coming out with a really, really cool modernized website being built right now. The website will be a tool for you folks to get to learn more about us, who we are as humans, what we do outside of golf, outside of podcasting. And also be able to be a more beneficial way to buy merchandise. We'll be able to link up the beer. So kind of working on that right now. We're, we're building out our guest list for 2022. We have some, some great potentials lined up right now for future episodes. And our partnership with Nemecolon has never been stronger, I feel. Us being able to utilize that as a form of A, marketing, and B, for the guest yeah. to come. 100%. Um, can't thank them you, enough. There's no podcast out there that has that like we do. I mean, granted, you know, these other quote-unquote golf podcasts have, have done really well for themselves, and I, I love it. But we have the ability now to bring a guest in for a couple of days, play two fabulous golf courses, five-star resort. It's phenomenal. I mean, just ask Colt Ford or Josh Miranda. They love it. So it's kind of where we are right now in terms of chasing birdies. But let's take a little bit of a, a look back in the year. You know, and as we are dropping this episode, we got the good old Arnold Palmer Invitational going on right now this weekend. Who, um, who won that last year? DeChambeau? DeChambeau took it down last year. Good Which golf coming on. He hasn't taken much down since then, bud. And then, you know, next week, obviously, is the Players' Championship, so that's always good two-week stretch of golf. So so for you, with the Bay Hill Invitational, you know, if you were a betting man, which mm-hmm. you are, mm-hmm. who are you liking right now? Uh, I think I'm probably going to lean on JT. I think that course sets up well for him. I don't know what his odds are at this point in time, but Justin Thomas, Cam Smith, yeah, love that stud. kid. You know, stud. love him. And uh, I don't know, man. I think it's going to be some some big namer out there. I mean, what's that cat that won the uh, oh, a couple months ago there at uh, Pebble Beach? Tom Hoagie? Yeah, Tim Hoagie. Tim, <laughs> Tim Hoagie, man. I mean, a cat like that comes out of the blue. Is it Tom? Tim or, Tim? or Tom? 2015 interview, they were interviewing Tiger Woods after the, I think, Wyndham Championship. And Tiger was being paired up with Hoagie, I believe, in the final round, you know. And they're like, do you know who this Hoagie guy is? And he's like, nope, never heard of him, never seen him. Now he knows him. Now he knows him. Um, I'm actually going to go out on a limb. You're going to love my pick. Yeah, what is your pick? I think Ricky Fowler is going to break out that week and uh, win for the first time in, in what seems like years. Years. Um, I mean, so I think I'm going to go with Ricky to Big Dick Rick to uh, win the Bay Hill Invitational, and uh, that's who I'm going to go with. And then, you know, for the players, that's up. That's so up in the air because it doesn't matter who's leading. You go into 17, 18, your whole round can be flipped, flipped. I know. So that course. I'm staying off that one, but I'm going with Big Dick Rick, uh, Ricky Fowler for the Bay Hill Invitational to take it home, and then my sleeper sleeping. Sleep, I'm sleeping on him right now. I don't. I, I mean, I, I don't know who to s- say. I mean, that, that's the thing. I th- I just think Ricky's gonna. I mean, I guess Ricky's my sleeper. Yeah, a great, great approach. So he's my sleeper. Yeah, he's your sleeper because he's been sleeping for a couple years. But he hit a shot at the Phoenix Waste Management Open, left-handed under a cacti. 
perfect swing. Like, have you ever tried to hit a golf ball left-handed? Yes. Terrible. I mean, he took the club, turned it upside down, and swung left-handed and freaking piped it. Good for him. Yeah, he needs to win. But he's winning off the course. Ricky, you're winning off the course. We all know that. So yeah, good for so, um, so that's what's shaking down this week. Hey, bud, let me ask you a question. Over the last 365 days, what has been your favorite recording moment with Chase and Birdies? Anything come to mind? Moment or – yeah, okay, moment. Um, you know, for us, we, we've been fortunate enough to interview a lot of uh, cool people. We've even had friends on. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest with you, I think that was probably the coolest moment is to have our friends on at the Pete Dye member guest. Just chirp each other. You know, we had... Um, yeah, we did an a, RV. Yeah, an RV with a couple friends. So I think that that, would, that was the coolest to actually bring our friends in, hang out, talk get them on the pod. I think that was the coolest thing to share that with them. Yeah, that I would have to agree. That's definitely up there. I think for me, it was the moment before we interviewed Annika Sorenstam. We're sitting in my kitchen and we're like, fuck, we're about to talk to Annika. Mm-hmm. I mean, meanwhile, you know, she's never done a podcast before. Mm-hmm. So the adrenaline that I felt in that moment of time was like, oh, my heart rate was, was up, but are you sure it's that, from that, that or? Yeah, it was, my blood was flowing everywhere, everywhere. But that moment was for me, like one moment that I do remember vividly how it, that felt to interview yeah. Monica. But the, the funness of the Pete Dye member guests with Tango, JR, Muscles, and that whole crew. I mean, getting Parker out there to shoot some footage on the course. That was fun, man. And then looking a little bit further ahead to now, Thinking the Lynx Brewing situation, you know, that's been a really fun. That's been an awesome That's been an awesome experience. You know what I mean? I think the thing, too, that Lynx Brewing needs to be commended on is that when we, you know, met, their number one thing was we don't want to put the Chase and Birdie logo on a beer we already have. We actually want you guys to decide what kind of beer is going to be the Chase and Birdie's beer. Yeah. You know, it's based off our favorite beer outside of this, the Duck Hook out of Miners, yeah. the, the Blondale. So we did a Blondale with, with them, and they brewed it, and we came in and tested it, and right off the first shot, they they got it. Oh, my God. It's like... It was so good. It's like they teed up on a first hole, and they did not even look left or right of the fairway. They just hit hit it. So that was it's really cool deal. to be actually a part of that and, and have the ingredients in front of us. Uh, go through the label process. We picked the label out. Really cool. So I think that was really neat to see how that went from start to finish. And now it's in, and it's going to be in different golf clubs across Western PA and, and some bars. And uh, it's going to be cool to see people with that lime green mm-hmm. label. And uh, don't think for a second I won't walk over to them and tell them who, who we are. <laughs> You'll be like, hey, uh, you know beer, that, Yeah, that's our beer. By the way, I'm Jonathan. I was a 50% member of Chase. I am a 50% member of Chase and Birdies. White Balls LLC technically owns Chase and Birdies. White Balls. And uh, that beer is our beer, and it's great. So shout out to that. All right, so keep it. Wh- real quick. Well, good. Real quick. What was your, in you know, over the last year that we've uh-huh. uh, played golf, gone on vacations, et cetera, what was your favorite golf moment personally over the last 365 days? Like outside of chasing birdies, anything chasing birdies, uh, tournaments. I know you're 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 quite the uh, tournament player. So, 
Dude, I... I don't know if you want any pro shop credit or what. Yeah, you know, a little cash here and there. But, uh, no, I think probably for me, all of our member guests that we play in, I mean, granted, you know, we won the Pike with national member guests, so that was we, exceptional. Oh, we won... Oh, oh, yeah. We won that. W. Yeah, w. Right. Um, Pete Dye member guest is always great. Not too stoked this year about the Pete Dye member guest date. I got to be honest with you. With it happening at the end of May, end of June, I like kind of just a June, October feel. But, hey, it is what it is. We'll adjust. We'll rally the troops. But back to your question, for me, I think the, uh, you know, the winning the member guest is just a phenomenal feat for us, bud. I mean, we are professional member guesters, and we've accomplished something that very few of our friends can ever say they've done especially on that course. <laughs> I mean, but could you imagine Muscles and BK out there or Muscles and JR or Tango coming down the stretch in a shootout and we go three under par? Well, aggregate. Well, and that's the thing that people, a lot of people don't understand is, you know, four under. The member get, we were four under. Yeah. All right. Not a big deal. But a lot of people get shots in these, in these member guests. So technically speaking, we have a lesser chance to win in a shootout of three accumulated holes because, you know, we did get each get a shot on 10. Other than that, we don't get shots. I mean, bud, we were leading by one with somebody still getting two shots on the last hole. Yeah, I know. A person. I know. I mean, he makes a four for two. He flips the script, and we lose by one. It's game over. And we're back to. But. um, So. That was a cool moment. That was a great moment. Also, I got to tell you, one of my favorite funniest Things that I've fucking seen this past year with you was at Sea Island when that ship was like stuck out in the ocean and we we're trying to interview Trocheck from the hotel room and we're talking about this ship that's just like, yeah, I mean, it's just stuck out. It's capsized, it's turned over, and it's all the cars there. fell into the ocean. I, something about that shit just had me cracking up, man. I mean, well, I feel bad that, you know, like 3,000 cars. Yeah, 3,000 cars with now. No homes to Nothing. go to, but that that was a great that was a great memory there. But that was right. good. And then you coming out to Colorado, but we could go on for hours. All right, you coming out to Colorado. I was in Colorado for a month this yep. summer, but you came out. We hiked, we recorded a little podcast, we did some work, and uh, so that was cool, man. So thank you. Now I'm excited for season two of Chasing Birdies, and this this little banner session here is a great way to start it off. So on that note, what was your favorite recording moment? Or your favorite episode, I should say, because I already asked you the other question. You got to have a favorite episode, bud. My favorite episode, I would say, was probably Phil Bork. Mm. And a lot of people might not know him. The stories were hilarious. The, the shit he was telling us was awesome. Um, oh, yeah. But I also really enjoyed, obviously, Colt Nost because of... Yep who he is, uh, the, the PGA Tour stories that he has, the interview stories that he has because his you know golf subpar, the successful podcast they have, it's really cool to see how successful you can potentially be in something like this. So I'd say Phil Bork was hilarious to me. Mm-hmm. Colton Nose Colton was probably Nose. the coolest. Yeah, that was cool because he had the whole tour caliber, you know, whatever. But uh, it's funny to see our progression, though, you know, as we started off early last spring. In 2021, you know, with Vince, Merrill Hodge, and Drake White, the progression uh, in terms of how we kind of handle some interviews now as opposed to then, it's, it's been kind of cool to see that growth. And I think those interviews are great. I mean, Vince is still probably the most because it— I Don't. Don't. I mean— He doesn't need to hear that. Well, because it was the first launch, so everyone just piled on and listened to it. But 
Well, maybe we'll get Vince again over in Ireland, boys. Yeah, I mean, we're we're gonna have him over in Ireland with us playing some some golf. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we do it from the Guinness factory. Yeah, bud. How about some of them? I've never had a Guinness. I've never had a Guinness either, bud. So there we go. It's too fucking dark for me, man. I need like no. Light everybody says it's not dark though. It looks it's, like chocolate milk when you pour it in a cup. So they say that uh, I just talked to Troach about this the other day. He's told me he said he can't believe I've never had one, so he can't he won't be able to believe that you didn't have one either. But he said what we'll do is Friday when we're wheels up, we're going to have a Guinness in the airport. All right. And then, because they say it tastes differently in Ireland. Doesn't Guinness have a, like, little, like, ball in the bottom of the can or something? There's a beer like that. That's in the bottom of your sack. Well, yeah, but this is like a, this is like a marble or some shit. I don't think there's marbles in that. Colt Ford, though, for me. Episode was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy is an absolute gem. Love him. All our guests, I love all of them. But the point is, Colt Ford's episode for me was like, it's just brought life full circle, man. Connecting golf to work to entrepreneurship to positivity. It's what Chasing Birdies is. That's why the show was called the epitome of Chasing Birdies. Right. So. Yeah, I think, you know, all our friends, all our family, employees, everything, the, everyone's been chasing birdies. The more that you look at it, the more it makes sense, right? Everyone in their life is chasing birdies in some aspect, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, which is really cool to see. And, you know, w- the merchandise that we're coming out, it's going to have less of the word podcast on. It's going to be more chasing birdies, mm-hmm. which is really cool because, you know, that's a brand. It's the logo is really catchy and we have a ton of hats coming from Puka headwear. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a bunch of different styles, colors. You know, we did your favorite orange and blue, a little green for the, the thundering herd. Mm-hmm. So we've got a lot of stuff in the hopper for 2022. And I know that we got, a, we got member guests. I mean, this is an easy, this is an easy life to live. So the Ireland Our life, life is stupid though. I mean, you listen to yeah. Pat McAfee, somebody like Pat McAfee, he says it all the time. Like my life is dumb, bro. And our lives are dumb. It is ridiculous. I mean, here we are on our way to Pinehurst, you know, air travel without security. All right? Read between the lines. So it's like that is in itself awesome, right? And you got a podcast. You got a beer. But you are chasing birdies in life. But how excited were you whenever Jeff Becker from Lynx Brewing texted us and said, we're in Nemecolon? That was so cool, man. In that moment, I knew that we had done something positive. It's you know, great. We, I mean, we have a beer, bud. So P Cat's gonna go down to his basement, grab a chase of birdies blonde out one night. Yeah, bud. And he's gonna think about us. I yeah, I hope so. I hope our website's on the can too. But at the end of the day, people will get it. So yeah, man. It's it's been fun with you, bud. And uh I just look forward to more. So Talk real quick. Let's, let's keep going, do, man. Well well let's do a um you know, we do a tap in segment with Everyone else, you know, I think everybody should, we should do a little tap-in segment with you. Yeah, that'd be great because I'm really, I'm really decisive. I'm like, Lowest <laughs> score and where? Well, that would have, I shot 66 in the Pete Dye Club Championship like in 2014 or 15, but I signed a scorecard for 67. So Speaking I didn't, it did not affect me because I signed incorrectly for the higher score. But actually, in all actuality, I was six under par. Okay, so... I actually um, made a two on number eight. That helped me. That was three under on that hole. Dream foursome. Well, you asked me that kind of the other day. I think uh, definitely Tiger Woods. Um, 
Probably Tiger. Um, oh, damn, dude. I would like to throw in a rocker in there somewhere. You know, just a good classic rocker like Mick Jagger. There you go, okay. Just to so, get him. So me, Mick Jagger, Tiger Woods, and let's just say Freddie Couples. Very nice. Okay. What about? Oh. Favorite on-course drink? Uh, I don't really drink on a golf course, but if I were to drink on a golf course, probably a cold beer, Chasing Birdie's Blondale, or a little Tito soda and lime. Mm-hmm. All right, last one. Mm-hmm. Dream golf course to play. Dream golf course to play. Damn, I know Cypress would be killer. Obviously Augusta, but I said I, everybody says everybody Augusta. says Augusta. But okay, I mean, you're not gonna get there. So let's fucking. I mean, I know. I don't know. Like Butler's or what? No, Butler's and Elizabeth, PA. I'm thinking Duck Hollow, Union Town. No, uh, I I just would like to play a golf course that's kind of a, in the mountains. Yeah. So I don't. That's not a dream course to play on. It's just a dream. Scenery. Okay. Cool. Good. Was I mean, that good? Yeah, that's all good. I mean, did I mess it up? I mean, yeah, it's great. So, what about your? What's your f- dream course? My dream golf course would probably be, I'd say Cypress too. I mean, yeah, you have to. Uh, yeah, Cypress or Grove Twenty Three right now at this point. Ah, uh, there you go. That's what the boys need to do. We got to get them all together and go down to Stream Song, or do something like that. How's your workout regime coming? You looking good, bud. I'm serious. It's going well, bud. Well, you said you only ate a protein bar today. Now you're hungry. Yeah. Well, I'm like it, it looks like, like it looks good. I just ate cardboard. Give me a Big Mac. Like that's where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's going good. What are you people most excited about this year? Let us know if you want. You know, I know we have like 980 followers on Instagram, so maybe post after this episode and tell us what you're most looking forward to this golf season. Or what about what guests do people want to see? We've never guessed. Tell us who you want us to interview. Odds are we'll probably get them. Yeah, just let us know. We love to deliver to your needs and wants out there. Well, our next episode is a NFL Hall of Famer. If you drive around Chicago, you see some billboards. Mm. The guy's a mountain biker. Loves mountain biking. Played football for a couple years. Played football. Never won a Super Bowl. Takes a lot of shits like me. Absolutely. So our next guest is Brian Erlacher. Yeah, that's sicko right there. So it was a dynamite episode and can't wait to bring it to your ears. We want to thank our sponsors, Betnardi Golf, Lynx Brewing, Holderness and Born, Nemecolon, and 44 Concierge. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for sticking by us for the last 365 days. And we really appreciate it. Yeah, man, we we do appreciate it. So uh, let's roll it on over. Let's roll it all over to where we're out. But we got to we got to get to the first tee. And I hope you all enjoy this first week of March here. Um, That was a plane. Yeah, there it was. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Simpler Media, for putting this together. Thank you, Rachel London, for your help. Thank you, Parker Shepard, P Shep Media. Check them out online for providing some content on this episode and future episodes. We look forward to being more of a entertaining factor to your eardrums in 2022. And again, thank you all for listening. Go chase it.